0: Hello, hello. Afternoon. Tuesday afternoon. For those of you who are watching this instead of listening, uh World War Three hasn't started yet. I'm not staring into a thermonuclear explosion. It's just the sun is shining through my window. And uh, yeah, it's a bit bright. So um yeah, fucking happy happy. World's dead good still. <laughs>
1: I love the start. I love the start of this. Every every episode, I love the start because it's like, okay, which which personality am I going to get from Gaz this <laughs> morning? <laughs> like, which how how unenthusiastic is going to stand in his, last, in his first five seconds? The last the last episode, you were extremely enthusiastic and made me happy. Was I? Of course, yeah. Well, it, well, well. Nice. Relatively speaking, you know, nice. you have always had a bit of yeah, you know, like went up an octave maybe. I don't even know what an octave is, but I don't find Well, I it. was
0: pensive. Bit. I was stressed about having to do the last one. That's why. <laughs> I've
1: got some. I've got, <laughs> I've got some personal news to impart. I just Jeez. remembered. Yeah, the, the next uh, the next episode, I might be a bespectacled twat like yourself.
0: Oh, really? Mm,
1: yeah. I went. I've been. I've had a headache for like a, a week and a half. Probably stress, but. Um, you get free eye tests and that these days through work as well depending on where you mm-hmm. work I get free eye tests and free and free glasses as well depending on what the cost is and uh, I've had some issues focusing like at near, near up things it just takes me an extra split second to focus on them yeah over the last year or so I went to the opticians I am a bit sceptical about it I went to the opticians and he said you've got twenty twenty vision my last eye test was three years ago was the same then. he was saying that he said he didn't try and sell me stuff then So you've got twenty twenty vision I was like, "Fucking sweet." However, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to do a prescription for glasses, uh, and he started describing something to me of you know, this this condition. So I'm thinking, you just you've just set up a 2020 vision, but you're trying to sell the prescription anyway. Yeah, I'm like I've always kind of liked the idea of having glasses. I don't know why. I don't know why. So anyway, um, it's to do with I don't know. They like he called them concentration glasses, which is a fucking bluff to me. A That's a get fucking I'll, I'll get them anyway and see what happens because I've still got the headache. Um, yeah. comes, I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick pick him up on Friday. i will see what goes on. But um yeah. they not yeah. Do you know what, they're not they may actually be a
0: similar frame to yours, so I might have to change that for like, Yeah, you might change it. Like, Embrace it.
1: Yeah.
0: Embrace the classes, man. Yeah. yeah. i didn't for years. I, I feel more I, important. I'll feel more important wearing them for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I I've, now I think back to it. I've done fucking I've been away on jobs. Completely blind, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lucky to survive. But everyone else around me, lucky to survive as well. Yeah. Um,
1: <coughs> <coughs>
0: <coughs> <coughs> you know. oh, yeah, amazing. If we just listen? them, I just tried to breathe tea. And uh, I've just coughed <laughs> it up everywhere, so apologies for that. This might be the least professional we've been. That's a fucking low bar. Uh,
1: where's this wee? There's no we here, mate.
0: Oh, oh, no we. You, you brought it up, yeah. you wanted to tell, tell the world you're going to get glasses it's like they care.
1: Yeah, I know, yeah. Anyway. Yeah.
0: Palestine. <laughs> well, hang on.
1: Let's start with what? Is we, we, let's start with stuff that's not in the news. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> like yeah. well, so let's not talk about Ukraine because that's dropped off the face of a cliff. That impending doom that Russia presented to an existential threat to the globe, and lighting everyone on fire with some nuclear war, that's dropped off the face of the cliff, unimportant anymore. Uh, climate change also taking a back seat. Uh, Russell Brand back seat. Uh, what else? Oh, any any money going anywhere other than Israel from the USA, backseat. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a relief, because I was really worried two weeks ago about a uh, nuclear war, and it seems now um, it's less likely.
0: Well, it's going to be further away from it. That's from... from a, yeah, yeah, further <laughs> away, yeah.
1: Is it further away? No, I don't think it. It's further away, is it?
0: Just about maybe. No, it's... A, yeah, oh, no, yeah. No, it yeah. yeah, might not be. Yeah, it might not be. Trying to visualise it. Yeah. But yeah, so... I don't know whether people, other people... I'm hoping, certainly listeners of this, they get the map up. <laughs> I'm hoping, certainly the people who listen to this podcast and they have been doing it from the start have noticed that no one gives a fuck about Ukraine anymore overnight. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: You're crazy.
0: Yeah. Like, if there is a bigger indicator... Of certainly, how the media works, and how that's probably not a good model anymore. I, I don't know. What, I don't know what else to you know. I don't know what bigger fucking well, state you I, can see.
1: I don't know. I mean this this episode at the moment. This is again just to caveat this with. This is not to dismiss how serious things are in Israel Gaza for people. Like right, at the minute. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I'm leaning more like I'm leaning less towards like media creating this. It's more. It's more. This is like absolutely being led, and the fuel behind it being led by states, government. Yeah. Like I think because right. they are they are this they are they are the ones saying how how much of a threat this is to everybody. Like you know what well, when it happened last weekend it was this is a nightmare for. Israeli people, right? And then as the weeks gone on, it's okay. This is a nightmare for everyone involved, not just Israeli people, Palestinians as well, or or whoever happens to be there at the moment. Mm-hmm. But as uh, particularly over the last seventy-two hours, well, what I've noticed, it anyway, what has definitely changed—maybe a bit longer than that, seventy-two hours, ninety-six hours—what has definitely changed is all of a sudden now there is a there are direct threats to UK. USA soil all of a sudden coming out of this Israel harvesting thing and that may be the case that may be the case to a certain level but I don't think it's to the level of hysteria that is it seems to be generated in the US at the moment the last, the last 24 hours mm-hmm. you know again I think it's to garner that I think it's to garner whip up the, the support to, to whip up support to to be able to support Israel from U.S. and throw money at it without questions being asked. They asked for $10 billion. They are, they, Israel have asked the U.S. government for $10 billion this morning, haven't they? or yesterday, yeah. $10 billion yeah. in aid, when the U.S. gives them in the region of $5 billion a year anyway and has mm-hmm. done for how how long? Yeah. And why is it only the U.S. that gets asked? That's what I was thinking earlier. Why why is it the U.S. door gets knocked out? They're not the only people with money. Why do they end mm-hmm. door get knocked?
0: Yeah. It's interesting. Like, I wasn't... With the media thing, I was trying to lead people into that slowly. The people oh, who sorry. haven't actually noticed the big movements behind it. Like, this is 100% the US going, right, done with Ukraine. There's a new thing somewhere else now. 100%. Um, they're, they're making noises like they can still um, provide funds for the Ukraine and for... Uh, they basically trying to say, no, we're not skinned. We can do this on two fronts. But like you saw a messaging earlier in the week where they literally went from, we will support Ukraine to the fucking ends of the earth. I and mean, within a couple of days, it was, well, you know, it's, the, it's. I mean, you might be able to get the actual quote up or whatever. But it literally changed it to like, well, you know, there are limits. There are limits. Like, yeah, not there is so know. much All more right, to I'm do, in. more to this. And it's... Yeah. I, I hope, I mean, it's what Joe you know, it is really fucking strange. This whole thing, so the, the, this last week to 10 days of the attack by Hamas in Israel and everything that's rolled on from that has absolutely opened my missus' eyes about 90% of the shit that I've been talking about for ages. She just hasn't seen it before because it didn't. You know, most people know my, my missus is very is different politically to me. Um, and it's never really affected her before until now. And now she's saying, oh, shit, that doesn't make any sense. Why is that happening? You know what I mean? It's really fucking interesting. What were you going to say? You going to dig up that quote?
1: No, I said I wasn't going to dig it up. <laughs>
0: but I,
1: I, the other thing I was looking at this morning is that, um, was it this or yesterday, when I saw that ten billion million had been asked? And I, the first thing I thought was, Israel's huge. Like, militarily, they are massive. Compared to Hamas, Yeah, Israel is fucking huge. Huge, right? And they have all of the, everything, everything's in their favor there. The ground they hold, the size of the military, the borders they control, the infrastructure they have, the technology available. They're one of the most technologically advanced militaries in the world. Like, Hamas, Hamas is, like, not the case for yes. various reasons. The Israeli military, let me remember this now. The Israeli military in size, I think, is in the vicinity of 300,000, I think. Three or four hundred. I'm trying to remember the figures this morning. Three or four hundred thousand. Not right. Yeah, 300,000. That's right. It's 300,000. I think I'll double check on that. Hamas is 30,000. Yeah. Israel is a trained military with literally a like the UK as like the US has a pipeline of civvies into functional real uh, state controlled military body right and they have um milit- they have a uh, national service yeah well, that's not any off. of that as how as much of that, that yeah.
0: yeah how much of that 300,000 there or whatever that number is is they're effectively reservists. Like, it's people trained who we could bring up every once. It's not a three hundred thousand like standing military, is it? I'm looking. I'm at not having the but, what's all. No, no. but
1: uh, yeah, I'll I look at up now. But my, my point. Is, so the point I'm trying to make with it is right. Is that all of the advantage that Israel has? Now mm-hmm. you can have a discussion about how the fuck they managed to get attacked in the first place, like this. Well, we can't do that. In the it, yeah, we, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> we can't. But. And they 're asking for ten billion dollars in aid they are the well, for for what reason you can see what they're doing to Gaza you can see what they're doing they are leveling the place leveling it they've got Batteries of artillery. They've got air power. Hamas hasn't got air power. They haven't got any air power. They've got nothing right now. They're not getting direct support from Iran or other countries. Probably like we were doing to Ukraine, the West is Ukraine, feeding some weapons in, feeding some expertise in, maybe feeding some material, other materials in, whatever. But nothing like what we were, what we were, and soon to be stopped doing to Ukraine. So again, like, why is there ten billion dollars being asked for? Israel, everyone knows, is not skint is not skint israel doesn't suffer from a lack of support from rich countries but why are they asking for it but b- b- baffles me it baffles me yeah but, well no no well, i say it baffles me skeptical me says they are asking for that 10 billion dollars because that is the terms the unwritten terms of any deal or support they're asking for from the U.S. So they're asking for something in the U.S. and the U.S. is saying, yeah, you're going to ask us for $10 million in aid, by the way, and we're going to feed that into our industrial military, military industrial complex. That is sceptical me summarizing like two bullshit sentences. I just, not, terrible sentences I just took off the cuff there.
0: Yeah, but I think there's probably some truth to that. Because like $10 million, was it $10 million? $10 million, $10 billion. $10 billion? No, $10 billion. $10, 10 billion. Billion. Okay. Yeah, billion, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think you're probably right. You know, if we've learned nothing over fucking history, but certainly in the past five years or so, it's that there is an element of the US, uh, well, America, American uh, weapons companies or whatever, you, as you call it, military industrial complex. There was an element of that element of that that always needs a new input and always needs somewhere to use and therefore restock what they've got. You know, there's yeah. money connected to it. I don't think the connection between money and war has ever been so fucking stark and clear, <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> oh, i got to figure out the Israeli defence figures. Yeah as as of twenty twenty two okay so okay. active troops one hundred and seventy thousand um and reserve personnel half a million just short of half a million
0: yeah um, yeah, so yeah. you know did he really need help like that you've got it if you if you weren't emotionally connected with it in any way, and the whole issue wasn't something that of you were you were you know required to be emotionally connected to. Let's imagine the average average bloke on the street, right? Let's make these. Two, make, let's make this two different countries. that Two imaginary countries. So there's there's Gazistan and there's Houston. And like so it's a bit close actually, but Gazistan is inside Kyrgyzstan. It's exactly the same situation, except there's no, not just just two random countries. If you were you'd be very surprised to see what's happening around the world and the reaction to it if it was just two random countries, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Like, people would be saying, why should I care about this? But we're kind of made to feel like we really have to care about this. And I'm not – like, we should caveat this whole fucking episode because we're going to go into this – a bit more than we did last time. Like, let's fucking caveat it. Nobody wants any of this shit happening. Nobody. Wish it wasn't happening. There's innocent people on both sides. There's also cons on both sides. It is not fucking black and white. There are some black and white actions that have happened by parties, but the whole situation is not black and white. And I'm... i I think you're being dishonest if you try to make it out like it is black and white because it's not. Go on. Go on.
1: And not necessarily dishonest. Not necessarily dishonest. Like a lot of most, like probably most people who are who for the first time are actually consciously thinking about Israel and, the, and that situation. The, the first time I think about it. Their, their understanding of all the context surrounding it and the events that have led up to this point is very limited. Like, Agreed. Doesn't extend. It probably doesn't extend beyond 2010, for example. As a figment of their 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 just some semblance of their, their their memory, where they remember some headline hmm. or something being in the news about it. You know, um, and that's a ma- That's a major. That's a major issue because the the thing is, it's not like I was saying earlier that the U.S. government are making a big thing of this. Right. Hmm. I think it is a big thing. They are whipping it up in such a way, though, to garner support on on one side for, say again, power and money making reasons, and yep. and to try and make themselves look stronger than what they actually are on the on the geopolitical front. Right now, that does not mean that that part of the Middle East, Israel, Palestine, has not been a fucking tinderbox waiting to go up for sixty years. Right and. You, there are other Tinder boxes, right, around the world. Most of them are in Africa. That way they go up, but they are not divided like Israel and Palestine is. They are not divided in the way that that occur about. Um, it's not a. They're not perceived as a predominantly religious divide. Whether that's right or wrong, I don't think it is a religious divide. They're predominantly. It's a, It's something else. Right. It's a cultural divide, but. The cultures have behind them two very distinct uh, religious, like f- factions. Yeah, you got, you got the Christian West, and you got the Arab fucking Middle East. Basically, is what you got. Or you got the. Or you got the. Or, or you got the. Now that's wrong, isn't it? I'm talking rubbish, because mm. the majority of the the majority of the world, are sided with Palestine, aren't they? And well, this is what's interesting. Out, if you go off, di- sorry, ju- 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 so the yeah. reason I say that for people who aren't aware, that there, there is a, you can go online and find literally a breakdown of the countries that support Palestine and Palestine have the right to exist, for example, and have stated that Palestine is a state, and countries that either have not done that or have voiced support directly for Israel opposed to Palestine. And the most of the world are pro-Palestinian, most of the world. By most of the world something like 80%. And the ones that are not is UK, America, Canada, France, I think France, but you know, it's like Yeah. But you would ha- you would think at the moment that we're the majority, people so I say we America and the UK, uh say in Israel have a right to wipe fucking Palestine out, which is what has been insinuated. That's fine, but it doesn't
0: seem to be the case. we 're going to say? Sorry, I jumped in that time. No, it's all I can't remember. I think I remember. But no, it just with that, that map you're talking about, where you can see who supports and who doesn't. Obviously, that's government support. That's not necessarily people supporting.
1: Yeah, good points.
0: Yeah. There's also yeah. within that a lot of those countries probably don't give a fuck. They are potentially just saying that they support Palestine because it's it's like the. Uh, it makes it more difficult for the Western position, which is generally that you support Israel.
1: Yeah, i not I don't No, no, and, and, and all
0: they
1: understand the background, and are not, are not pulling a 1984 Big Brother thing and just deciding to ignore history. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is well, kind of
0: well, now. Well, a little bit, yeah. When we go into that, but, like when I was talking about people being dishonest. I mean, I think I have seen people, and you've expressed disappointment in this as well. I've seen people who I, and online, who I would normally be like, yep, if I can think, you know, you, I, I am down with what you think generally. And uh, many of their reactions to this have disappointed me. Because I mean, like, dude, can you just, just not, why are you being, why? It's really obvious that this isn't a cut and dry thing and you're making it like a cut and dry thing. And I know that you're not a complete idiot and I know that you're not being ignorant of the past and the situation and how much of a fucking message this situation is. You're still, you have still decided that one side is in the right here, and one side isn't cut and dry and it isn't cut and dry. (sighs) The ones I've been disappointed
1: with, so I, I slightly different to to you there. The ones I've been disappointed with are the ones where they are advocating for the right for Israel to be able to do whatever it wants in response. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't like. That's what I don't like. You know, so a a measured response to this, like I would expect the UK would take, which we did take in things like I don't know. Let's take Northern Ireland as, exa- as an example. Terrorist attacks against the UK targeted, measured responses that uh, minimising collateral damage, targeting the terrorists who, tried, who, who and the terrorist groupings who attacked the UK. This is how we did it in Northern Ireland. We didn't flatten Northern Ireland partly because it's our own country, but you know we didn't flatten it. Same as um, same as when you know terrorism was launched across the border from the Republic of Ireland, we didn't flatten the north of, north of, of Ireland when we were doing that. What what the ones I'm disappointed with are the ones advocating for this flatten everything attitude yeah Israel can do what they want because they've been they've been attacked by terrorists can they that is a mad position it's a mad mm-hmm. position to take because what you're advocating for is so you find the collateral damage are you? and so because the the terrorists have come near Israel and killed children and killed innocent, innocent civilians which they did so it's okay for Israel to do that back is it because that's a completely wrong position, regardless of whether you're talking about Israel, Hamas, Gaza, Palestine, or Ireland and Northern Ireland, or Ukraine, or fucking anywhere else where there's terrorism going on, whether it's, whether it's Syria, ISIS in Iraq, whether it's ISIL in, in Africa. That is not okay. It's not okay to say that. And yes, and yet they're coming out and saying that. It's a bonkers position. I, can't, I don't understand how some of these people have come to that conclusion have 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 separated themselves so far from where they're normally really level headed intellectuals and, and gone and
0: and gone completely renegade. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. That's what I mean. It's like I've been like, what? Yeah, it, it's troubled me in the same way it's troubled you. Um I don't I don't understand how you can do it. And it didn't when it comes down to the I've been trying to think about why they would do that. And the only thing I can think about, I think, really, is that there is some sort of low-level dislike of the people there. So is it an Islam thing? Is it a um, – not really an Arab thing, but it's, it's, it's like – the only thing I can think is like, well – you're you're pushing your other arguments aside because actually you don't like people here, and you'd rather if you had to pick a side to wipe out. That's a, I mean, this is they talk about this like it's an existential threat. So anything to do with attacking Israel is an existential threat for them because they're surrounded by Arabs and whatever, and people that you know generally have fucked with them over time. And then you've got Palestine as well. And if if this is an existential existential threat. The only reason you can pick one or the other is because you like dislike. If you're being intellect- intellectually dishonest and you're not, you know, the only reason you can bring yourself to pick one is that you dislike that side more and then you have to say, well, why do you dislike that side more? It doesn't make any sense to me. Because, like, if you're taking away the people who are doing the aggressive shit and you're just talking about the people of that country, I don't know how you come to any... <sighs> Go away, cat. I don't I you come to any uh, conclusion other than that the only reason you can pick one or the other is that you don't like one of them. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Because the, the civilians in both countries are fucking innocent. They might have. They might fucking hate each other. Maybe they do, some of them. They seem to. I've seen people on both sides, you know, talking about hating each other or wanting the other ones to disappear. But, like, if you're not actively involved in the conflict... You're, you're a civilian, aren't you? And how do you pick between civilians who are innocent? It doesn't make any sense to me. That, that and it shouldn't make any sense because it's bullshit. <laughs> when it comes down to it,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, very fucking difficult, man. It's fucking difficult because you don't. No matter how much you try and look into this, you are armchair fucking quarterback in it. You do not live there. You have not lived a life on either side of that border. You haven't. And if you were, you know, if you, if I was born in Israel and I'd done my IDF service or whatever, or I was in the IDF at the time, maybe I'd think very fucking differently about Palestine. And if I'd grown up in a fucking, uh, a, a, you know, a country that was, not being able to leave my country properly and feel like I am a bit sort of penned in and I've the stories of people I know who've been fucked around by soldiers on the other side, all that stuff, maybe I'd think exactly the same. Like you you have to look at it from a a, a human perspective. I'm sat in my fucking shed. I'm not there. Yeah, it's
1: a bit more acute than that. I mean like you can, we're on this subject because it's so, because the majority of the issue has taken place relatively near to, like, I say near to, relatively modern times when there's really good records available all the way up until yesterday, right from, right from the decision to create, create the state of Israel in Palestine back then. It's all, you'd see all there. So I think you can, I think it's really easy to go and do some real basic research and reading and give yourself really good context on why the situation exists and the sad thing is when you look back at it the situation exists largely because monumental fuck-ups by the uk and the usa and you can attribute you could attribute it to hitler and his genocide but i don't think that this situation wouldn't have arisen if we'd made if we hadn't made poor decisions after that and dealing with the jewish problem as it was right um, but yeah, I think you can give yourself really good context in this to the point where you check yourself before you wreck yourself in terms of where you're going to position yourselves on either side. And to, to mention what you you know, said last week and you say repeatedly, you don't need to take a side in this, but you, cert- you certainly should educate yourselves um, <laughs> if you feel really emotionally strongly about it. You know, I I, I have been... I have been for a long time like a Palestine sympathizer, for one of a better, for for want of a word. I say for a long time, for the best part of where are we? Twenty twenty three, yeah, for the best part of ten to ten to fifteen years, I'd say. Now that doesn't mean I don't want Israel to exist. Or I don't. They've got a right to exist. I've done. Is Jew, Jewish people have got a right to exist somewhere? I just I sympathize with the Palestinians and the situation they're in from from before now. That, and it also doesn't mean I am Palestine and fuck Israel. Mm-hmm. It right, definitely doesn't mean I'm Israel and fuck Palestine. I'm in the middle, but I have an opinion on it based on my bother on my ass to go and research on it. Because I felt really strongly about it in, in the favour of Israelis before I started learning. And then I came back to more of a central view and thought, okay, I understand this more now. This is a nightmare my position on the whole situation there is it can't be fixed. I was saying this as recently as a year ago on podcast. you know, three years ago I interviewed an IDF officer, female officer, um, ex-Israeli Defence Force officer. Mm-hmm. And I expressed the, the opinion there as well. This There is no easy fix for this. In, a sa- in the same way I've likened it to Ireland and Northern Ireland before, this is what people need to understand, there's no easy fix, right? Because it, take the Northern Ireland, Ireland situation, if you – if we said, okay, we're going to hand back, uh, okay, we're going to hand back Northern Ireland to, to Ireland, the people of Ireland shouldn't have taken it. If that's if that's the position, well, he could make that decision. There's a lot of British people in Northern Ireland aren't going to be very happy, and the issue is going to persist for decades to come. Like if we hand it back, because there's British people there, and they don't want to be Irish, and, uh, Irish, they want to be Northern Irish, and it's the same in Israel Palestine. If you know, Israel have taken a lot of land... Isla, because I can't see you. No. I can't hear you. I'll keep talking just in case it back. So, Israel have taken a lot of land from Palestine over the decades, to the point where there's a UN resolution in the 50s, that tells them to give it back. They give it back. They have never given it back. They've ignored the UN resolution since the 50s. 58 or 62, something like that. Um, but to turn to turn around right now and say, hey, Israel... Get off that land, Palestinians own it back. There's families who live in those occupied parts that. There's families who live in those occupied. Parts. Are you back here? There's no sound. Sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll keep off in a way. <laughs> you went black. Um, this family lived. This Israeli families who live in the occupied territories that were once Palestinian until 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago, depending on when they were moved in there and Palestinian families outed those There's Israeli families live there through no fault of their own. They've been born in that situation. So they're going to go and ask them to leave and go back. That's equally bad. It's like bad on both sides. There's no easy fix. There's no easy fix. I think um I suppose what, what is the right what is the right option? Should like what, what should we be doing? What how should Israel be acting?
0: Can you hear me now? Yeah. You should be no it's okay. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just difficult. Where are you going? I'm listening, thinking. This has been a crazy episode. Um, I think exactly what you just said. There is no easy fix, and everyone just wants the problem to go away. When it comes down to it, that's what everybody wants. They, wants to put, they want the problem just to go away, because it, it isn't a solvable problem. It doesn't. I don't think it can be solved.
1: Well, the easiest, this is pre, like two weeks ago, before two (laughs) weeks ago, the easiest solution, the the most painless solution to the problem for the USA and the Israelis would be for Palestine to not exist. Yeah. For Gaza to be gone, for the West Bank to be gone, in terms of they're not occupied by Palestinians anymore. That literally, that is the easiest solution for everyone. Because, and the reason they say that is and that it's extremely expensive for Palestinians, obviously. Literally, that's like genocide. But the reason say it's the easiest is because they're the weaker force. They're the ones who are easiest to wipe out. They're the ones who have got the least chance of winning. And they're the ones who have got the smallest voice. They haven't had, a decent, they haven't had a, like the international backing of the West they should have since, well, they've never had it, since pre-World War One, probably. Pre-World War II, probably. Right, so if they were to just fizzle out, which is basically what's been happening over the last sixty years, is they've been getting fizzled out, smaller and smaller and smaller, in terms of how many of them there are and how um, and how uh, what you centralised their their areas they're occupying are, and you can see that from the, the maps online. Like just, they just their powers have been weakened over time, mm-hmm. and that's what the, the the situation we're at now. The, the problem is. I think I said it last week, it's like the, the Israeli response has been so fucking over the top that it's, I think, it's provided an opportunity for non-West, non-Israel-supporting countries and predominantly Arab countries or and Russia and China to to be able to voice their support for Palestine, the condemnation of Israel, and do it in a huge way that that has weight behind it because... Because of the way that information and our ability to see what's going on in these in, our, in situations, actual on the ground video footage, social media footage, went on that has never happened before, never, never even thought it was before that. Joe Blogs has got a better chance of seeing what's actually going on. You know, if this was probably, I don't know, if this was thirty years ago in the same situation, we probably have, have very little idea of just how smashed up Gaza Gaza has been, because yeah. it'd be so much easier for the governments. And media to not communicate
0: that information. Yeah, well, let's look at it from that perspective because, like, there's, there's absolutely no point to us going around the houses trying to decide how we solve the problem because <laughs> it's not solvable. Um, so let's let's talk about that for a start. One of the one of the things I think has been incredibly fucking interesting for the past week is watching the information war. Because that's what it is. You're watching a a real-time battle for hearts and minds of people watching online. And we have seen real stuff put out by both sides, and we've seen fucking fake stuff put out by both sides. There is all sorts of fucking mad information flying around. We have to be thankful that there is a place like telegram like twitter places where it is relatively wild west you can do you can do your citizen journalist bit and literally film what's in front of you and go no that did happen i'm filming it happening that is a thing look it's, t- it's fucking time stamped here's the thing if we didn't have a, this exactly like you say you would be seeing only the side that your government wanted you to see, and the guaranteed, if you if your government is so inclined as to want to destabilise a region and have more influence over a region and maybe make some more money in a region in that region, has interests in that region. That's the side you would be seeing, and that isn't happening. It's fucking. So, it's so fucking interesting because things get debunked faster and faster. They get debunked now within, you know, under 48 hours, which is still fucking, that's fast, it could be faster. But we're so thankful, we have to be so fucking thankful for that.
1: Have you seen the issues being uh, brought up about the community notes on Twitter?
0: No, I've seen a couple that are a bit, oh,
1: yeah, so one of the things that's been—I've ha- seen it on the Israeli side. I've been reporting yeah. the Israeli side. I don't know if it, probably, probably this is a common thing. Um, probably U.S. government does it, U.K. government does it. I don't know, or they will do yeah. now they know about it. But so let's say a a tweet has been put out about a story that isn't nice about the Israelis. Let's yeah. say it's true, right? Whatever it is, whatever it is, could be, anything. um That story is getting taken getting identified, getting taken, um, and, and it's getting distributed to a group of Israelis, pro-Israelis, whatever, this, a group of people who are pro-Israeli. This has been the, the allegations that this has state-controlled, right? And there's a request, and it basically says this this needs community notes ASAP, basically. <clears throat> and then this group of people will then submit a load of community notes trying to make out that the tweet is bullshit, or there's, there's problems with it. Yeah, okay. needs more needs more context. Uh, things are cropped out. Um, it's not clear where this image is from. Even though they may know it's completely true, they're submitting community notes to try and discredit the original tweet, whether it's true or not, because it's
0: bad for them. So try basically try to nerf community tweet community notes.
1: Yeah, kind of like you know, on Wikipedia. People go and
0: and, and change Wikipedia. So it's, yeah, yeah. It says some bullshit
1: to smear people. The Same thing on community notes.
0: Then, so to be to be the people don't know our community notes works. I mean, if you if, I, if I'm wrong here, tell me. But I'm pretty sure this how it works. You can if it's a group of people, you apply to be part of it, um, and you then you go through these these notes that people make, and it only something only gets to become a natural like official community note if a certain amount of both sides of the argument agree that this is true, and it can keep getting edited as it gets updated. And you can then vote to say, yes, this is a good note. This is not a good note or whatever. So if you, have, if you had a very organized system of trying to um, undermine that, the, the system that's been working very well since it was founded, you could do that. That's freaking interesting. That is interesting. It's just I- information war, man. That's all yeah. it is, isn't it? It's just information war. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's <sighs> yeah. I, feel, I, feel, I just I find it super interesting. Like I'm I'm doing my best to be dispassionate about the whole thing, and look at it, and try and you're watching history in real time because you have like this is probably one of the times I would if you are somebody who is able to be online and watch these things and, you know, track it online via, you know, whether it's stuff coming up in Telegram groups or on Twitter, this is probably a good opportunity to, to watch that and then see a bit of actual um, mainstream media or follow mainstream media people within those, those, those platforms and see how far behind the mainstream media are and wrong in so many cases. Just, you know, two, two days after something has been proven to be false, they're still talking about it like it's true. And talking heads talking like still bringing up points that have been proven to be wrong. And they might not even it might be because they don't know it's been proven to be to be wrong. It's just it's so fucking. I don't know. Exciting is the wrong word. Because it's not exciting like that, but it's just—it's you're watching history and the way we, we deal with events like this happening in real time. Because I think it seems to me that in previous years, I would have expected to see online, and I won't make it any fucking, fact, I'm not making any fucking—I say I'm a no no side. It seems to me in previous years there would be very little pushback. Apart from like a nutbag fringe against Israel, most people would be all for it. Yes, we need to do something. We stand with Israel. The flags will be out. But because of this passage of information, we're able to see that actually, there's people do some skeptic. Like, no one's saying that the way this is kicked off was fucking right. Of course it wasn't. But there is there's some bad shit happening on both sides. Nobody's fucking hands are clean we wouldn't be able to see that. And I feel like the public sentiment is more understanding of the situation than they would have been previously. And when I say understanding, it's like more, they're looking at the people of Gaza and going, that must be fucking shit. You know what I mean? I, I, I previously think that might not be the case quite so much. Mm. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about... Um, how this connects to Netanyahu and how the, the how the attack came about. And <laughs> like yeah.
1: You can you can take you can go down that rabbit hole if you want, or we can leave that for another one, it's up to you.
0: Because let's, 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 let's mention it now, because there's at least two things that a bit I did a, a, you know, a, on record somewhere about it. So, and then we'll come back. We'll see where we are with it in a, you know a week's time.
1: I'm gonna look up I'm gonna look up the gen while you're talking
0: about it. But don't do it while I'm talking about it, because then I, it'll look like I'm talking shit. <laughs> no, we do it all the time. You just, uh, yeah. I'm just gonna double okay. check. That's fine, that's fine now. So this, this is my current understanding. Netanyahu is not particularly liked. Um, See, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So explain yeah. that. Well that that's all I know. Sentiment is not people <laughs> don't like him. He's not like a, oh. a popular leader. He's, they didn't oh, like, um, I thought
1: you meant outside of Israel. I thought you meant outside of Israel. no, no okay, within Israel. Israel.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's not like a, a popular dude. His response to COVID wasn't very popular. Um, and but if we look at history, what did our popular leaders like to have when when things go wrong within their country? If you have some sort of dramatic uh, nightmare scenario happening in your country. It tends to distract from um, how bad opinion is of you, because you can then you know, wartime leaders tend to be felt felt lot better than you know your average puncher on the street who's just struggling. So I think I'm right in saying that Israeli intelligence were warned by at least Egypt potentially by the U.S. as well, that this was on the cards.
1: Yeah, so the U.S. is saying Egypt warned them. Yeah. The U.S. is saying they warned them. Yeah. Um, and Israel are denying they got
0: warned. Yeah. So this is something that... There's the 4D chess here. The, the fucking... Not Tim that, but the 4D chess here could be turbo-interesting interest, down the line if, um, for what I see play out. But, yeah. So you've got... This whole thing is supposed to have happened because of a a random intelligence failure where the most fucking ninja intelligence service there, if you listen to people who, you know, have manned the borders and everything, the idea that they didn't know what was happening seems fucking unrealistic. And you've now got, you know, Egypt, U.S., saying, well, yeah, we really kind of warned them off about this and nothing happened. So now you have to go, okay, so well, why did nothing happen? It's just smelly. When it comes down to it, it doesn't seem right that you can be warned about this attack and then it just happens so easily. You can be, Fine, you know, you get warned about an attack and then... It happens anyway, but you're prepared for it because you you, know, you were warned about it. The idea that you were warned about it, and then a couple of days later, you have a catastrophic intelligence failure that means that these people basically just fucking drive in, walk in, fly in, and fuck shit up. Doesn't smell right, does it? Doesn't smell right. And then, you know, very soon afterwards, intelligence is working again to such an extent that Israel are able to do these pinpoint strikes into Gaza, according to them. But they don't kill civilians or anything. Everything's up and running again now. We can target their leadership. We're not going after the fucking... We're not going to hurt any... There's been no collateral damage. When two days ago, you didn't spot fucking thousands of blokes flying into your country on fucking hand gliders. Doesn't make any sense and when, something, when things don't judge Judy says when things don't make sense they're not true so something's fucking happened here and it it, it do not like it. it seems fucking smelly
1: yeah
0: yeah so yeah kind of where I am on it I am I, I, um, I think the fact that it happened in the first place is sus and when things are allowed to happen there's always reasons behind it. And the basic one is that fucking like Netanyahu needs some kind of boost. You can go, there's other, other things that, you know, it could be. It could be things happen between the US and Israel. That means that Ukraine's coming to an end, and actually they do want into some sort of conflict in the Middle East again. So they need some sort of big thing in order to make that happen. Yeah. I Me. Mean,
1: Go on. No, I was going to say you've also got what's happening in, at home in the US with the, yeah. the elections and how weak the the Dems are. You know, I mean, exactly. It, it isn't. This isn't tin hat stuff. I, can, I say this repeatedly. It's not tin hat stuff. It's a, I'm not. I'm not insinuating that the Hamas attack was engineered and triggered by the US because they need something like this. I'm saying oh. this attack occurred and it has been pounced on to be exploited for very, very, uh, for very many different reasons. Yeah. Um, now, what is, what is interesting is, um, what is interesting is the, the stance that China and Russia are taking
0: on when it. Exactly seems to be, it seems to be pretty measured and adult well, this is like this. Oh, but that's just that's just geopolitics, isn't it? That's just trying to make a fool of the West. So, bar um, or, are we, just, or guys or
1: are they the adults in the room?
0: You know, possibly. But they're also not. That's terrible. The that may sound, sound to some people. Well, it might be both. It <laughs> yeah. might be both. Yeah, it yeah, might be both. I'm just I'm trying to maneuver my camera so that I don't look like fucking.
1: I've got to see, I've got the sun
0: coming in. Yeah, it's yeah, not as bad as me. I just like I'm I don't, like, I don't know. Anyway, um yeah, so if you want to be super cynical about this, so look out Ukraine didn't play well in the US, did it? They don't give a fuck. American public do not give a fuck about Ukrainian time Yeah? This is this is this is Gaz's cynical hat on. Don't give a fuck. They might have well to drag it out for two years. Didn't play well. They got a lot of money admin done while it was running. Going into the election, it ain't going to fucking fly. It's not flying for Biden. They don't want... Uh, yeah, they don't, the American public looking and why are we sending money to Ukraine? It's just random fucking Eastern European punters getting mowed down. We don't care. If you're being completely fucking honest about it, they don't care. And that's not anything to do with... That's not saying the Americans are like, we're heartless, we don't care. It's just like, dude, why are we fucking involved? We don't buy the whole existential threat, like you were saying, World War III, existential threat. Vlad's going to take over the whole of Europe if we don't do something about it. That isn't working in the polls. It's not working for Biden. So, an opportunity comes up. Hamas gives them a perfect opportunity by attacking these uh, civilians to jack up the old fucking jihadis, the whole jihadi argument, like the the US public, they've had 20 years of being conditioned to be scared of that, to care about that, similar thing here, especially with all the insecurity of our borders and people from all over the world coming in, that seems to be something that's playing everywhere. You look and go, whoa, the old threats back, Islamic terrorism's back, be scared. That will play better for the US, they think, I think, than Ukraine, which is why Ukraine certainly publicly and you know it looks like diplomatically has been dropped like a fucking bad disease. And focuses on Middle East now. Like it's just gone. Don't care, Ukraine, do See you there. see that is Lensky. Don't. Flags
1: out your bio. <laughs> it shows how easily manipulable that the governments think we are. We being Public, right? Yeah. And when I say governments, I'm including the UK government in this. Understand? Uh, they complicit in it. It's like there's not even any especially on the U.S. side, where they've come out, like you said earlier, they've sort of, they've turned on a, what's the expression? They've turned, they've done a like on the head of a pin, you know, then they yeah. fucking complete U-turn and gone from, we need to support all costs. So, oh, yeah, we haven't got much, we can't support them inevitably, uh, uh, indefinitely. Yeah. Um, but there's no, they don't see any reason to address or justify that complete change in direction. Yeah. Where they wouldn't be challenged about that normally if it was in, you know, if it was in the, in what are they what do they call what's their equivalent of the of the House of Commons?
0: Congress. The what? Congress. I don't fucking know. Got Congress. Three them, Congress. Got yeah, three. the Senate or well, Congress or whatever. Government. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: If they were months. discussing something. It was some policy that was front sent us a new bill, and the government did a complete U-turn on it. People were like, you, "How about explain yourself?" You know. Yes. But I was, have you seen any of that from the Republicans up there? Saying, uh, what the fuck are you doing? Well, this is what's hilarious.
0: No, no, because this is what's fucking hilarious. Most of the conservatives in the US, most of them, have just gone, oh, what's well, Israel involved? It's the Middle East. Yeah, we've got to go, mate. Got to go and sort that one out. That's what's happened.
1: Mm.
0: That's why you just yeah. stop thinking about it. What do you see with your fucking eyes? Mm. You see that happening, like, it just, I, I, it's just, it's, it doesn't belittle what's happening to people on the fucking ground, but from uh, up here, away from all of that, there are people making decisions not based on what's happening on the ground, they make, make decisions based on what's good for them, their career, and their country in their eyes, they don't care what's happening on the ground.
1: Even, oh, yeah. I mean, sorry, just, I, I took a quick look at what Trump's been saying. Yeah, yeah, he's done and I, I thought he would be intelligent and taking the centrist position of, this is all bad, it should stop. Well, that was his original position, wasn't it? And that's, what the, that's what he did with the Ukraine. Yeah, with yeah. But he's not. So, according to yeah. this article in the New York Times, headline is, Trump vows to reject Gazan refugees after Israel attack. Um. He Mr. Trump, in an Iowa speech, further retreated from his criticism of Israel and did not repeat his comments about Hezbollah that prompted condemnation from political rivals. Uh, he said that he would expand a freeze on refugees that he enacted during his presidency to cover people from the Palestinian territory of Gaza. Fucking hell, man. Mm-hmm. But this... Uh, uh Sorry, reading through... Wait, what did he say before then? I don't know. About Israel, before this? I don't know. Anyway, okay, that surprises me on that. I would have thought he'd taken
0: taken a more sensible position, but he's he's on the bandwagon too. Yes, currently, yeah. I don't know if he'll stay there. I think he might walk it back, because I think, as I said, we were saying just before, I don't think, like, whether you like it or not, there's a propaganda battle happening on both sides. Everybody wants your mind. Um, everyone's doing it and most of it is just to try and square away something that they want to do they want to do this they need to make they need to make you support it so when something stops working they start to walk it back you know we spoke about in the past about they go hard here and then just to test it and then they bring it back as people it becomes obvious that line isn't going to work I think you might do that I think you might walk it back a bit as people are a bit more um center groundish about the whole thing mm. I don't right, think still... everyone's going to be all go in on. Israel mainly in the US because I don't think the American public want US soldiers to go there
1: mm.
0: I, I don't think they do mate, I, I,
1: I got the sun eyes I need, I'm going
0: to put my sunglasses on that's okay go through. No, I would <laughs> right well in case you oh oh go let- just in the case I've got a serious enough podcast for you. <laughs> if you can't see this, she's just <laughs> put a fucking motorbike helmet on and he's got a fucking <laughs> maverick. It's working. It's sounds like that. You fucking shit maverick. Go on. Anyway, right. this is, uh, we need to say something clippable here because I want to use this for clips. Yeah, so, <laughs> I fucking lost my choice. Oh yeah, so, when you were talking about refugees there, so to, to end on that point there, I don't think it's going to fly I think in an easy way. I think they expected to be able to pull out the Middle East-Israel problem, we need to do something about this, and everyone would jump on the bandwagon and suddenly uh, people are 9/11, like, doing fucking 9-11 shit and signing up to go to war in the Middle East again. Don't think that's going to happen. Don't know, how, don't know how that plays out, but I don't think that's going to happen because I don't think the American public wants another war. I think they're fucking sick of it.
1: Well, uh, I, it's I think... that are down for it. I think um I think the most likely and dangerous thing that's gonna happen now is that uh we we basically end up inciting terrorist attacks on home soil. I really think that's a massive, a massive likelihood. And also that would benefit China Russia. They wouldn't they wouldn't be asked about that. It'd be, be yeah, great for them.
0: Yeah. So I think it's probably three things on that. The China Russia thing, hundred percent. Like they I think that's just a uh, a lot of that is opportunism and being able to look like the goodies. Whether they're the goodies or not, doesn't matter. But then looking like the in the room being sensible, that's a fucking massive win for them because it makes everyone else look fucking warm and great stupid. So that's that's very sensible fucking geopolitics for them. Um well, I think what's more likely is you end up with some kind of fucking other proxy war. Because I don't think the... I don't think vast special forces and all all that shit. I don't think the US public will stand for boots on the ground properly. So I think funneling money into a wider conflict there because it probably will turn into a wider conflict. That creates certainly in Palestine when you're talking about refugees, the fucking Tim Forrer's hat on this one is that you drive out everyone from fucking Palestine. Israel gets Palestine, civilians all go out, you have a massive refugee crisis, and then the West is forced to take these people. And I'm not saying that as like, fucking take these people like they're awful people, but the West is pressured into going, right, you're going to end up with them in the UK, in the West, maybe some in the US.
1: No, I don't think I don't think that would be the case. I think they'll they'll filter into um, Jordan, Lebanon. They'll filter really into right. Syria. They'll filter into Egypt, and then really that, right. and then the Arab states will try and bring about pressure on Israel to give
0: land back. Fucking mental. But they're already, all those people, all the countries surrounding them are already saying we ain't fucking taking anybody. They've oh, come ain't? out and said that already. Yeah, it's like we ain't fucking having them. That's their line in the sand already. Is like we we're, we're not taking them. So I think you are, you, when when that happens, when the Arab countries turn around and go, well, we're not having them, they're going to end up come to Europe and the West. Mm. And that just feeds into what you were talking about before. The wider conflict in the Middle East feeds into terrorist attacks in the Western countries. Because whether you like it or not, you can think what you want about immigration and refugees and all that shit. There's definitely some cunts here who don't like us. And... Yeah, we will see that. We saw it in fucking Belgium the other day. So you will see more attacks in the West based off what's happening in the Middle East. Mm. And that will be, yeah, inflamed. if we end up taking any Palestinian refugees, that will play into that and make it... You're just going to end up with real problems within... Talk about it from a UK perspective. If we end up mm. taking a lot of Palestinians, we, whether that's the right thing to do or not, it ain't going to play well here. It's not going to play well. You're going to have drama. We're on uh, an hour. Are we? Okay. So, I think we've kind of covered that, haven't we? Like, this well, is well, going to be... what's next?
1: What's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? For... Anything significant in the next 48 hours? Do
0: not know. I, I just think it's going to be the... If anything, I think it will be the response to... The narratives that are being sort of pushed and, and suggested not going quite so well. And I'm having to rethink and go, right, how are we going to play this?
1: Well, allegedly Israel are launching this. As we're talking now, they should be look, within this today. They're okay. launching this attack, aren't they, uh, Landed. delayed, isn't it? Yeah, well, I hope it doesn't
0: happen. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But anyway, the harder Israel get, this, and this is a, would you like this or that, this is this is a, the harder Israel play this, the worse it's going to get for them. It is not going to, the, the harder they go into Palestine and do what they're talking about, the harder they do that, whether they really try and do it, you know, in the best possible manner that they can, support for them in the public is going to drop. I don't know how they can't. Because I, I just think there's been a bit of miscalculation about how much support there's going to be. Um, and that's not, you know, with, there's no judgment there. That's just, uh, yeah, this has been, the response has been built on what they what they actually want to do. And the public internationally are not on side with it in the majority, I don't mm-hmm. think. So I'm going to be, it's going to be the response to that. But, it's, you know, this ain't going anywhere, dude. Like, I hope something else happens somewhere else and we're going to be talking about this every week but the most interesting we accept the fact that there's fucking bloodshed and it's shit and we don't want it to happen above that is looking unemotionally at how this is playing and information warfare in 2023 going into 2024 because that's going to influence how everything happens down the line in the future it's a big moment this
1: yeah
0: right well I'm fucking yeah I'm gonna get out some
1: I need to get some proper sunglasses Yeah. or we go go back to the mornings recording in the mornings
0: (laughs) yeah well we'll see bye everyone's fine goodbye